this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, Hobbs and Shaw took it to the top of the box office. Was it truly Fast and Furious, or was it just kind of like irritated and cranky? We'll find out. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Hey everybody, look at that. You know what? Stop looking at your phones, folks, and focus on the show at hand. What do I you learned mean? my own lesson. I don't understand <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. This, of course, is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we... Prog. Stay. <laughs> Yay! Oh, look at the face that Amy made when she realized she had a helping hand. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's but it's all, fine. Those four syllables are all on me? Yeah. I can't. Free to the rescue. Uh, so, folks, I, I'm Frank Moran. Amy Cassiano Martinez. And making us look good <laughs> and sound even better is Brie in the booth. Hey, everybody. So, as always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Why are there? Give her a thumbs up. Or two, or three, or four, or five, however many you can. And, of course, we're going to have the chat up and running. But, Amy, if, yeah. they're coming, if they're watching after we stream live, what can they do? <laughs> you can comment down below. Hot dog. So... Folks, we're going to be doing our breakdown of the usual uh, weekend's box office there, and we'll also do some spoiler-filled takes mm-hmm. of Lion King, The Farewell, I don't know why, Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> at the end of the show. So if you want to skip out on any spoiler-filled takes, we'll give you the opportunity to do so. Yes, and I'm in the chat, so feel free to join us there right now. Right now? Right here. Right here. Right here right now. It's happening right now. It's doing it. It's <laughs> The chat is doing its thing, their thing. <laughs> there, all right. It's happening. Well, then I guess it is time for us to do our thing. Let's do it. Well, let's jump right into it okay. with a look at this past weekend's box office here. Awesome. Coming in at number one, Fast and Furious presents Hobson Shaw mm-hmm. with a pretty much right on target expectation from Universal of a $60.8 million opening. Cool. So excited for this franchise were you. I the- lost so bad. <laughs> uh, but Amy, you decided not to go see this movie. Okay. You make it sound like I purposely didn't yeah. go on purpose. Purposely. It pretty much was what that was not the was, case. That was you chose not to go. No, I really wanted to. I saw three other movies in one weekend. That's the limit um, mm. with Stubbs, um, AMC Stubbs A list, not yeah. sponsored. Uh, so yeah, didn't get to it. And honestly, I really thought it was going to come out like next weekend. This we're in August, yeah. This month, no, just we're still in July. We're still in July. Okay. No, we're August. we're August. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Okay. It is August 4th. <laughs> Thank you. This month just snuck up on me. As August is wont to do. It, no, but like seriously, it was January, February, and then now we're in August. That's true. They, that's what they do. Of all the months, August is known, known as the sneak up on you month. Do you just make that up? 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Really? Let yeah. us know in the comments down below if you agree. Does August um, sneak up on you? So, yeah, I definitely did not go see it, but I do want to. It's just, I feel like the end of July and this month, August, is pretty packed. At least, you know, this coming weekend, too, with a lot of movies. Did you go see it? I, of course I wouldn't. Of course. Yes. Yeah. And it was okay. Yes. You I know, might... I'm uh, I'm bummed because if you compare this to a comic book franchise, which yes. I think it's pretty, uh, an, a, a, an accurate comparison. You know, it started off as, you know, guys breaking out, uh, uh, busting into trucks to hijack DVD players and yeah. electronics. And now it has gone to... You know, dealing with international cartels and conspiracies and all this stuff. Now that you've got to Hobbs and Shaw, they finally kind of stripped away any kind of like, oh, yeah, this is kind of really grounded to like, let's just get bonkers with the the action and the overtopness. Yeah. Yes. So I was, I was all in. That. I yeah. was all yeah. in for this. And first trailer, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker, I'm in. Yeah. Second trailer, yes, I am still in. Third trailer came out, and I was that was the first trailer that was cut together and made me think, Ugh, I don't know. It was just the way it was paced. This like the trailer and some of the lines and the way they cut it. I was like, oh, that's a bad choice. So it kind of it kind of got me a little like I don't know. And then I saw the movie, and it was just okay. No, it was fine. It was fine. B. Yeah, yeah, B, B minus. Out of five stars, what does it get? For me, it's just I'm, I'm going to give it a two and a half. That's 50%. That, that I know is, math. Thank you. <laughs> there is something about Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, and certainly uh, Jason Statham, newer to the franchise. Yeah. Had bits in seven and eight. But if you look at The Rock, he great, He plays more of a supporting character in mm-hmm. all those films. Mm-hmm. Got a little bit more of the limelight in uh, Fate of the Furious. And it kind of worried me there because I, I, as much as I was excited for him to have more of a role. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. It still didn't deliver for me in eight. Uh-huh. So, but in this film. I felt like a character that maybe works best in small doses, when you put him in the limelight, is it a great film? Interesting. It kind of uh, bummed me out. There's like a character in the comic books, Namor, Submariner. Yes. I'm Love familiar. Him. Yes. Yes. Love him. Yeah. Love him. But he's he works great when he's in other people's books. When you give him his own book, it runs out of steam pretty quickly. They need to have a little bit more meat to the character. Is that what you're saying? More yeah, depth. or just, man, there was just something... Like, in short bursts, The Rock is great to watch in these fast films. But okay. now when it was like he's the main focus of these, this this film, I was like, oh, I don't know. Just like one note the whole time. Is that what it is? I don't know. I, I think uh, Dwayne Johnson, very charismatic. Oh, I love him so much. Yes. And I will support him. You watch him on social media. Fantastic. There was something about watching this film. There were several times where I thought to myself, is he really a good actor or not? And I don't know. Hot I, take. Hot take. I, but it is something that the enthusiasm I have for Dwayne Johnson that I see on social media or the anticipation that I have for his films, it is, the films never deliver on those expectations. I always felt myself underwhelmed, whether it's Rampage, Skyscraper, Skyscraper is a garbage movie. 
you so have heard. Oh, it's rough. I was it's like, a rough watch. Yes. I will watch it eventually. Do not rush to do that. But well, I mean, it's, it's been a while now. <laughs> so I mean, I'm wondering, like, <laughs> what's your favorite rock performance? The rock performance. You know, I would still think mine would be Fast Five. Okay. He great introduction, and he was oh, he was just great in that sequence. The sequence where he's chasing Dominic Toretto through the those that South American all the buildings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, that is a great sequence. Yeah, I and I don't think that the, he's had his that and The Rock fighting Jason Statham in Fast Seven. Two great moments for The Rock, and I don't think he's had anything else that's been as great. Well, people in our chat. Um, like Joe McKim did say, I like the interaction with Dwayne and Jason. Did you like that? You know, it got a little tiresome at times. Mm. Be- I could, because I thought it was interesting in, because you've watched Fate of the Furious, correct? Yeah. There was that sequence where towards the tail end where Jason Statham is working on a car underneath and the rock comes in and they've been kind of giving each other a hard time, of course, through the course of the movie, whether yeah. it's from prison to the various New York mission that they're doing to, to now. And they have this moment where they kind of, he realizes like he always served, he was in the MI6 and stuff. And they mm-hmm. have that moment where they kind of like, yeah, okay, sure. They kind of connected. Yeah. So it felt like they were in kind of a okay spot to that. the beginning of, of this sudden- movie. It is like set back to zero where it's like, I hate you and I hate you. Sometimes you just don't need to form a conflict between characters when it's not necessarily needed if there's outside conflict. Maybe that was... I mean, I don't know the entire plot of Hobbs and Shaw, but yeah, I mean, based off of the trailers, it was a lot of like bickering where it was like, oh, okay, so you think that's going to be funny to see, but then it's like, okay, like what else? Yeah. So... You are ready for another one, is what it's sounding I mean, it's, like. <laughs> it's definitely been set up yeah. for one as well. So it's I get great. ready. And maybe, you know, they just needed to get the first one kind of going on its own. You know, I mean, yeah. look at Fast and Furious. You know, there were some ones that are kind of eh. And then there, uh, when you get to five, it really starts revving up. So I'll give Hobbs and Shaw benefit of doubt, and I'll go to see a second one. There is the, uh, if you've seen the trailers. Yeah. Well, I've only seen, I think it's just the first one. I don't think I've even seen the second one. No. I definitely have not seen the third one, because I was just like, yes, the All whole right. time. Uh, well, I, I'll save my spoiler-filled hot take until we get to the <laughs> end of the show. There's one more little little gripe that I just it came to me as I was driving. I was just being a uh, cranky Frankie, as Brie like <laughs> likes to say. <laughs> I like that. I really right. do. That's your new nickname. There, there you cranky go. Frankie. So, I mean, if you like the Fa- Fast and Furious franchise, it's... I think it's probably my boy. That's sad to say. I would I would put this above uh, Fast and Fur- Too Fast, Too Furious. I put it above that. Uh, oh, but, but that's about it. Ooh. Which is kind of a bummer to me. I was really hoping to like it a lot more. So you're telling people to not go and watch it. If you love the Fast and Furious franchise, go check it out. Be that completionist. Why not? Yeah. It's not going to be an awful time. Yeah. But uh, and there are three little bumpers in the credits that are awful. And they oh, get progressively I you were say worse. Okay. Oh, the last one in oh, that, man. like you will stay to the end credits, and then just so you can regret the the time that you wasted sitting in the theater waiting for that really terrible last little stinger at the end. I mean, were the action sequences fun? There were some fun ones, but nothing nothing to make me go like, whoa. Especially because, I don't know, they've had that going this whole time. Hello. Like, that's, when you go into a movie like this, you know what to expect. So the standard's already like, yeah, we're going to get the awesomeness. So they really have to bring it. 
So yes. that with story and everything, there was a lot of pressure. There, there was a lot of pressure, and you know, I mean, it did six million dollars. That's what Universal was predicting. So you know, it's fine. I mean, I think it did uh, as good as uh, Fast and Furious, which was two thousand nine. Kind of came in around there, which is what Universal was kind of expecting, especially since it was a spinoff from the main franchise. Mm. So you know, I mean, think it's going to do well enough to get a sequel, for sure. Wow. I wonder how many they're going to be, you know? I, I bet you could do three Hobbs and Shaw's films, and I think that would be it. Okay, so clip this part of the show and then save it forever until it <laughs> happens it and be like, yeah. Put it in the movie vault. <laughs> That's right. That's the sound effect for that. Now, of course, folks, that was the uh, the film that was the subject of our box office bet. Yeah, Amy Cassandra I won. Martinez decided to, to not participate uh-huh. in the bet. Yeah. That's fine. So I won. Uh, so uh, we'll go who came into last place. <laughs> and as we at the beginning of our discussion about this film, you heard Brie chime in that she really went really went over on this one. She uh, Brie is our loser this week with one hundred and twelve million dollars, almost double. Would have made Whoa. nicely done. To be life. fair, I did disclaim that I don't watch Fast and the Furious, <laughs> and you guys were hyping it up like it was going to be so good. <laughs> I mean, we had hope. I, I had absolute hopes, and you I know. still do. I will let you guys know what I think. Mm, all right. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, coming in number two was Carrie at one hundred and five, and then winning, still overestimating it though, was me at eighty-five million dollars. Yeah, so we we all we all overestimated the popularity that Hobbs and Shaw would have. All right, well, but uh, rest assured, folks, we will have another box office bet. We'll talk to tell you about that in just a little bit. But we'll mm-hmm. resume back mm-hmm. into the <laughs> thank well, you. Lots of sound effects. The resume today. sound effect. I like it. <laughs> back in our top five, which was number two at the box office, was The Lion King from Disney, thirty-eight point two million dollars. Yeah, Amy. Yes, you've seen this film. I you decided have. to see that as opposed to Hobbs and Shaw because you know what. I lost the bet, and I take this job very seriously. Understood. So it was my duty <laughs> to do it. Okay. Um, I saw it. All right. Well, look at you go. And? Dang it. Not Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That sand trombone is getting a, a lot of use this week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, I purposely tried to avoid as many trailers as possible, except for the first one. I didn't want to hear Beyonce speak as Nala. I didn't want her. I didn't want to hear her sing as Nala. It was this whole thing, and it honestly didn't even make a difference. Um, the only highlight for me was Billy Eichner as Timon. Well, Bree certainly um, felt the same way. Oh, I know. Yeah, we were like completely the same way. Two peas <laughs> in a pod. It. I can hear the excitement. It- like okay, I know I said it before, but it's like literally the reason I didn't like Billy Eichner is because he wasn't Timon; he was Billy Eichner. So they really like did if a you watch Billy casting. on the street, he was Billy on the street as Timon. He was also kind of like his character on Parks and Rec. Like, and um, Billy Eichner plays Billy Eichner. Yeah, which I think that's great casting. You know, when you think of Timon and heck, even Pumbaa, it was like. When I found out that they were playing, you know, like, uh, Billy Eichner was going to be Timon, Seth Rogen was going to be Pumbaa, I was like, that's great. Yeah. Like, you don't need to, especially with your voice acting, like, you don't need to go that far outside of your comfort zone if you don't want to. Like, if you're getting the best person for the job, then it should kind of be like, yeah, that makes sense. I disagree. You should be the character, not yourself. But if the character is you... It's not, though. Nathan Lane did not play it that way. 
But you can't compare it because it's a new thing. Like, it's not. Yeah, like, but he didn't make a character out of it. He just played himself. So, <laughs> is that what you want from Tim No, that's not, that's not what so I want. So, you didn't like the original either? No, because that was different. Nathan Lane did not play it the way Billy Eichner played it. But it, so we shouldn't compare it to each other because it's different. You know what I mean? I'm just saying I, d- I get disappointed, especially in voice acting, if I hear the person and not the character. And I heard Billy Eichner. I heard Timon. Really? Yeah, I heard Timon with little sparks of Billy Eichner. And if I'm having fun watching it and that's the only thing helping me along, then yeah. Then I'm going to be like, cool. That was great. I loved it because everything else fell really flat for me. Um the kind of animation, all that, yeah, super revolutionary. But what the heck, you know, okay, so I don't necessarily hang out with lions on the regular. No? No, not necessarily. But I would imagine if they have certain kinds of feelings like fear and uh, pain, that their eyes move a certain way. And it's literally, it was just the mouths moving. And I was like, what, maybe a little like twitch with the ear. There was breathing, of course. But I was like, there's nothing. They were like dead in the eyes. There was a few times where you could feel a little something, but then I'm like, I'm just milking it because he's had the same expression this whole time. All of these characters. So, was it pretty? Yeah. Did I want to go cuddle my cat at home? Heck yeah, because I could see the fur and all of that. And I'm like, that takes a lot of dedication, a lot of talent from everyone working really hard, but it just fell flat. Like, sometimes it just doesn't feel good. And I had seen uh, the original Lion King maybe like a week two before and I was like wow yeah this is like pretty depressing because <laughs> I remember as a kid avoiding watching um the Lion King that many times because of course of Mufasa's Mufasa's death um but then after that like it's so fun and it's like Hakuna Matata yeah 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 there's lots of singing but I, I feel like the way that it was hyped I mean I guess maybe it was overhyped maybe <laughs> but it was certainly not it didn't add much to it it didn't there was, I mean, Scar wasn't nearly as, like, villainous and, like, creepy and blah, as he really was in the original. Um, but then again, like, it's not the original. And that's the problem, or not problem, depending on how you look at it, with reboots, remakes, reimaginings, whatever the heck. We should separate them. With that being said, I didn't have that much fun. Um, the only highlight was Billy Eckner as Timon. That was it. And I was laughing. And I was like, cool, I want to laugh. This is fun. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. So, sometime in the future, yeah, when you have a little Amy Cassandra Martinez, oh, because I'm gonna, around, she's gonna be a junior, okay. of course, Amy Cassandra Martinez yeah. Jr. And, original, yes, and it's time to show original. her the Lion King. Original, 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 original. We would, even tell her that they the, this 2019 version exists when she's older, if she's ready. <laughs> when she's ready, <laughs> I'll give her that information. What do you tell her first? That Santa oh. Claus isn't real, or that there's a 2019 version of Lion King? Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> I feel like, oh, no. Come on. What? The spirit of Christmas. You know, I don't want to crush her dreams, but I also yeah. don't want to crush her Lion King dreams. I think Aladdin, the the re, the whatever, the live action, blah, that added a lot more. And I was pleasantly surprised. And, yeah. All right. Whatever. But, if, yeah. I mean, I feel like most people that wanted to see it have already seen it. If you haven't seen it by now and you want to laugh a little... You can watch it. So you would say for somebody to go and only watch the Billy Eichner parts and then just walk out and do something else and then come back in to see those things? Well, I was actually like, I would like just a movie of just his lines. Okay. 
Um, so you're gonna get Tough and Grace of... to come do one of those de- uh, those cuts, where it's just it's just the Timon cut. Did you just say Tough Grace? Yes. You lost me. Cause I don't, what do you mean? Topher? Uh huh. He does those super. He, he does those cuts of the cut downs of like Star Wars where he did all I the didn't films. Know that. Okay. We'll talk about this later. Sounds great. Whoa! Amy. Just like went right past me. I was like, "What do you mean? What are you talking Topher about?" Topher Grace. Yeah, these these little uh, supercuts. Okay. Cool. All right. Sure. That was a fun story. Yeah. I did it. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so coming to number three, What's Upon a Time in Hollywood from Sony, another $20 million. Yeah. And you saw that saw as well. I saw that one too. Did you enjoy it? I did, actually. Um, Tarantino films feel completely different. Um, I love Pulp Fiction. But the first time I saw it, I was like, whoa, what is this? So I knew going into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that this would feel different, and I knew how long it was going to be beforehand. Sometimes, like, it's midsummer, I went in, and I was like, oh my god, how long has this been? <laughs> Where you don't really know the total runtime before going in. I think you should know. Um, yeah, it's like almost three hours or so. Have you seen it? You saw it. I did yeah. see it last week, yeah. Um, yeah. Takeaways. I miss Leo on the big screen. Love him so much. Um, Margot Robbie's cool. I've never really been a big fan of Brad Pitt, honestly, but... Really? Yeah. But what like, is it about him that kind of makes you kind of go, eh, whatever? Just him. Really? Yeah. But he actually did a pretty good job where I was like, I was in it. Usually it takes me out because I'm like, ugh, Brad Pitt, Brad, you know? Can't so, even say his name. Like, but it was good. Benjamin Button. I haven't seen it. Not- I do want to see it, though, because it's, it's Benjamin Button. Yeah. You know? The um, Ocean's Eleven movies. Or the Ocean's I, movie, I should say. I saw the first one. That just was it. Eleven. Oceans, yeah. There's oceans twelve and thirteen, but okay. So just eleven. That was the first. That's it. Yeah, that's okay. the only one I saw. Uh, but yeah, no, it was fun. I could have used a little bit more violence because that's what like Tarantino is known for, um, especially like at the end. Um, I don't like his fetishes with or fetish with feet. Still not a fan because I hate feet. I think they're creepy. Really? Yeah. So that scene of the. That hippie girl putting what? her feet up. That was one. There were so many, and I was like, stop it. I know what you're doing. We all do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it certainly it didn't feel super cohesive, but it felt like little bits here and there. I like that certain things were shown that you wouldn't normally, like, see in a movie, like people driving just, like, the back of their heads. And you're like, yeah, you feel like you're with them. I like that it was an ode to Hollywood and movies and even L.A. There was something about I I mean the driving scenes with Brad Pitt take forever, but like when he's driving after he drops a filio and he's driving back to his trailer in Panorama City. Yeah. That is just a, such a long sequence. You know, there was part of me that was just kind of like, I'm willing to just go along for this driving. We're just, yeah, we're here yeah. in the car, just driving. He's going across the lines cut and I was like, Alright, I'm down. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. It was cool. It was I guess I could have just used a little bit more to it, but I definitely did like how it ended. How he doesn't care about history. I'm like, cool. Yeah, there was a bit when Brad Pitt's driving, and he's got the, uh, he picks up the, um, uh, the, the Manson girl. Yeah. The hitchhiker. hitchhiker. Yeah. And they're, they're having some stretches of conversation where he is not paying attention at all to the road. Oh, my God. I know. I always hate that it stresses Don't me you? out in movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? If this really happened, you would have already gotten in a wreck. Because I cannot think of any time where I am like taking my eyes off the road for that extended amount of time. No. And so anytime it happens, I'm always like, no, it's I don't not buy realistic. This. What's um, going on with you two? I know the people in the chat are big fans of Brad Pitt, like Yash Srivastava. So cool. People what? are talking about Ocean's Eight. 
you know, I'm just glad that this movie opened my eyes to the fact that, like, Brad Pitt's not too bad. Like, when he took his shirt off on, on that roof. I was like, good for him. I don't know how old he is, but good for him. 50 plus. That's amazing. He looked fantastic. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the fight scene with him and Bruce Lee? That was, that was cool. That was just cool. Yeah. yeah got it. Uh, one of the highlights for me was, oh, what's her name? Not Was it Sandy? Shoot. Sharon Tate? No, no, no. 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 <laughs> the dog. Oh, Rand- Brandy. Brandy. I mean, mm-hmm. such a great dog actor. Look at- <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number four, Spider-Man Far From Home with another $7.75 million. And then rounding out our top five, Toy Story 4 from Disney. Another wow. $7.1 million. Still Toy there. Story holding on strong. Yeah, actually, week Good. seven. And it's still going strong. Wow. Look at it go. Yay. So, folks, I did mention the box office bet. We did ours last week on uh, the great film Hobbs and Shaw, the great cinema classic. Mm, You're top five. That's right. Top five. But we get an upper opportunity to do another box office bet. So, folks in the chat, start uh, placing your votes for one of these following films for this week's box office bet. We've got uh, The Art of Racing in the Rain from Fox on 2,800 screens. Dora and the Lost City of Gold from Paramount on 3,500 screens. The Kitchen from Warner Brothers at 2,700. And Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark from Lionsgate on 3,000. So one of those four films will be the one that we do the box office bet on, based on your votes in the chat. So start voting away. See what I mean, though? Four pretty good movies. Some maybe better than others. Some uh, are making some people more excited than others. I but like how you're very impartial about that, so as not to influence the chat room. I don't know. Uh, but that's played. four. That's four. How are we supposed to watch all of these so quickly? It's a little <laughs> bit stressful. I'm fine. But you watched three in a weekend. I know, but I can't watch more than three. Well, you could. You just don't want to pay for an extra I one. already pay enough every month, <laughs> even if I don't watch any movies, which is never the case. I always watch at least just one or two. Well, then you know what you do is then go see Hobbs and Shaw on Tuesday when you only have to pay $5, and then you can go see three of these new ones. I'm busy Tuesday. No, you're not. I am, actually. I can show you my calendar. Mm, okay. Thank All you, right. swear. I'm busy. There you go. I pull up, show to the chat. Okay. All right. Everybody wants to see. <laughs> right here, Tuesday. Three things. Oh, fantastic. That's great. Told you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I got put in my place there. <laughs> uh, so quickly, folks, international numbers here. Uh, of course, Hobbs and Shaw got off the starting block with an estimated $120 million at the international box office. When including domestic, the to- global total through Sunday is $180.8 million across 63 offshore markets. So look at that. And uh, that, rocked, uh, that ended up being number one in 52 of those markets. Wow. The start is the third best in the Fast and Furious franchise. And uh, it is 1% ahead of Fast and Furious 6 and 43% below each of the last two films, mm. which came out in April when you know, there isn't you know, as much competition in the box office. So mm-hmm. you can really, people are hungry for something new because you have those like kind of dry spells during February and March. You're like, yes, please, something. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it is about uh, 22% above last year's Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Fallout. And uh, as a spinoff, it wasn't expected to play like a Fast and Furious title, so it doesn't have necessarily the same draw, and the multicultural cast yeah. is uh, fronted by the Vin Diesel and the rest of the crew. So, mm-hmm. it did still pretty well there. So, look at that. 
So again, you're telling people to run to the theaters <laughs> to go right. and watch it. Yeah, you can you can take a slow walk, and if you get distracted along the way and do some other stuff, that's fine. If you eventually make your way to the theater, then all right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. There you go. So, folks, uh, usually we kind of do like a, a little box office rewind. Mm-hmm. You want me to do it? Yeah. But if we're not, there you go. I just want to hear okay. the sound effect. Oh, uh, about somebody that's going to be one of these <laughs> upcoming films. But I thought we'd do something a little different here. We, uh, of course, have The Kitchen, uh, starring uh, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss, yes. Mm-hmm. And Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Based on a Vertigo comic from DC Comics. So I thought mm-hmm. we would uh, try a... By the way, a little side thing in there. I don't think they're marketing it as a DC comic at all. No. That's because true. I don't know anybody except for people that know DC that knew that. <laughs> this is why you guys watch this show. So you get scoops like that. You get hot scoops. Hot there we go. Scoops. That was it. So I thought we would do something a little different here. Okay. I'm sort of doing a, a top five, play a new game. Oh. And this game is called, Did This Film Do Better Than Hulk? And by Hulk, I mean the Eric Bana film from 2003 from Universal. So uh, just for your edification here, the uh, the Hulk movie did uh, that's starring Eric Bana, directed by Ang Lee. Uh, it came out in 2003. Two kind of mixed reviews. Yeah, it wasn't a great film. Uh, Most definitely not. No, no, no. But uh, Hulk, when it came out there, it did a whopping... And i got to find it here on this list, and I just had Drum it. Drum roll. Drum roll, please. Sound like Chewbacca. <laughs> I guess that's better. That's right. <laughs> it did $66 million when it opened. Sixty-six. So, I'm going to give you a couple films here, and you're going to have to decide, did that film open up higher or lower okay. than The Hulk? Should I, like, buzz in? I don't know. Well, you can. I'll, I'll let uh, Bree, would you like to play as well? Sure. We'll see who is right here. Okay. Do we say, like, a buzzword, like, bing, or something, so All that right, you know? All right. Or you, you, you both can answer, and I'll let you know who wins here. Oh, so that's cool. There we go. $66 million for The Hulk. It's opening weekend there back in 2003. Now, when... Uh, uh, excuse me, $62 million. 62. I lied. I was a liar. $62 okay, million. Okay, that changes dollars. everything. That changes everything, yes. So, now, when the uh, the first X-Men film opened up, starring, uh, of course, you know, Hugh Jackman, Fomka uh, Jansen, all that stuff, did that film do better or worse than Hulk on its opening weekend? Better. Better. Better? Oh, we got two betters going in on this. Oh, well, all right. Yes, you are correct that both did $85 million on that one. Look at that. We're nice. already on the right track. <laughs> We're already on the right track. All right, how about this? We've got uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Sorry, Andrew Garfield. You know, Spider-Man, a beloved franchise. It was the switch-up, though, from Tobey Maguire. It was a new kind of reboot after Spider-Man 3. People were tired of it, getting excited about somebody new coming in, a new take on the Spider-Man franchise. Did it do better or worse than The Hulk on its opening weekend? I feel like you just set it up really intensely to try to throw us off. Yeah. So I'm going to still go with better. 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 Interesting. It did worse. No. By just a mere, like, $120 million. $120,000. I was like, wow. I am here, $120 million. $120,000. It did Dang. worse than the Hulk. Dang. Right. Okay. And yeah, we'll do yeah, one yeah. more, run it out in rules of three Ooh, here. Ooh, okay. Shazam. Oh. So we're excited about this. Zach that- Levi, look at this. Kind of a, like an upbeat take in the DC universe. 
Did Hold it do on. better or worse? I'm than scanning Hulk. my files in my Scan brain. your files. Because this was not too long ago. No, it was just a few months ago, back in March. <laughs> oh. Worse. Actually, April. April 5th. Yeah, I want to kind so of go with worse ago. or worse. exactly the same. <laughs> uh, you are correct. It did do worse. It did $53.5 million. Hey, I feel tied. like that was like a to doc for us winning, but like sad that it did worse than both. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Played both. <laughs> so there you go. That uh, We're going to close the books there on did it do better than the Hulk. So what did we get? We both tied. There you go. Well, you'll just get my respect and admiration. That's crap. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'm a garbage person, so it doesn't right. really matter much at all. Oh. All right, folks. So, of course, we're going to do our box office bet shortly on the film that you are voting on in the chat. And, again, mm-hmm. that is The Art of Racing in the Rain, A Door in the Lustity of Gold, The Kitchen, or Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. But before we get to that, we're going to do what we think next week's top five is going to, top five is going to look like. So we're adding those four films into the mix. I'm asking everyone. Again, final votes, please, in the chat. Do okay. you see any of those taking over from Hobbs and Shaw? No. Wait, hold on. Math. 60, 30. 30 if it drops 50%. Correct. Mm. Oh. I mean, you know, I, I don't know how much I can count on the This Is Us audience. Do you think that they're going to just say Milo and go like, we... Drop everything, family. We are going to see the art of race in the rain because we've got to support my hunky boy, Milo. You know, it's that. It is a family film. Kids, for the most part, are still out from school. They'll go back soon. And it's a dog film. Yeah, but... <sighs> I know. We've had like 12 of those. True. Now, just imagine you're, you're a kid. Say you're like eight, Easy. nine, nine okay. years old. You know, and mom or dad are coming by and saying, hey, we're going to go to the movies. Cool. That'll be awesome. Yeah. We're going to go see The Art of Racing in the Rain. How excited are you to go see that film? Well, I'm thinking of, like, the competition right now. And most, I I feel like everyone would have already seen Toy Story 4. It's been out, like you said, seven weeks. Far From Home as well. Lion King still. So it's either Dora or Dogs. Do you like that alliteration? Dora dogs taking yeah. So I taking f- number one. No, no, no. Meaning that like kids would okay. go and see that. Got it. And I feel like kids don't have that much of a personal attachment to Dora. Maybe because wasn't wasn't Dora like huge? She was. She huge. was, but like, is that that audience has gotten older? So it's like, would they want to go see Dora? Do you know what I mean? I mean, she still is on. They've kind of updated her look there, where she's a little True. older in the cartoon. So kind of can kind of segue into what the live action film is doing. But I, I don't. don't I mean, she is still around. If you go to the store or the, like a Target or a Walmart, oh, yeah? you're still seeing some Dora merchandise. But I do feel like it's a little bit past the time when she was super hot in the zeitgeist. Well, and the thing is that, like, is does it not necessarily age well? But like, you know, with um, Mr. Rogers, you could have seen Mr. Rogers as a kid, but that's still cool to go and see the movie in November. Yes. Will this age well? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um. But speaking, I mean, if we're just doing it based off of theater count, Dora does have 3,500, which is the most out of all the other films opening this weekend. So, why not? Why not? I'm going to say Dora first. Really? Okay. Why not? 3,500. I'm telling you, professional reputation on the line. Go ahead. (laughs) And then, then the uh, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs okay. and Shaw. Then the Hobbs and Shaw. Then the art of racing in the rain. Uh, 
So, so the kitchen. Yeah. I'm honestly, I feel like all of them are just you never, you don't know with these at all. Um, you know what? I'll do the kitchen third, the art of racing in the rain fourth, and then the Lion King. That's not right at all. No, okay. I would need to like literally. I need a whole whiteboard to figure this out. <laughs> um, we have one over there, but uh, yeah, just hop over there and start doing your just, little, do your calculations. It's like beautiful mind. Yep. <laughs> well, what do you think? Maybe me, I'll just copy you. I'm gonna say Hobbs and Shaw. Interesting. I'll say Hobbs and Shaw. Ooh. You know what? I'm gonna go with scary stories to tell in the dark is number two. See, I think people would be interested in having a like, a, a little little scare right now. We don't have any other scary ones. Yeah, That's so I'll, I'll, Hobbs and Shaw, scary, uh, scary stories. I'll do. I'll go Dora next, and then actually no, I'm gonna go Hobbs and Shaw, scary stories, Lion King, Dora, and do I go to the kitchen? Uh, go to the kitchen. No, I'm gonna do Once Upon a Time and then the kitchen. So Once Upon a Time. So six. So kitchen doesn't even break the top five. I'm gonna go with that. Yep. I don't know. It, it's not sucking me in. I mean, not, not that I am a you know Target great yeah demo. But I mean, it is based on a, the Vertigo series. You know, yeah. they're not as Brie was saying. They're not really marketing that part of it up. Uh, so I I don't know if people are going to be if they really like Elizabeth Moss, the Handmaid uh, Tales fans. When I go I next mean, year I, and something else. I love her. But Tiffany Haddish, hello. I a little Be- of goes a long way with me. Melissa McCarthy, it's it's again, I feel like it's an interesting combination of the three ladies together. It's, I, oof, I don't know, I feel like, yeah, well, I mean, this seems like a little different from Melissa McCarthy, which kind of would make me yeah. interested in it. Yeah. We'll see about Tiffany Haddish. Well, she doesn't. I, I feel like when you get Tiffany Haddish in the film, you're just getting Tiffany Haddish. Much like the Billy Eichner effect is Timon. I'm seeing Tiffany Haddish. I saw her in something and I cannot remember. But I remember... Clearly she did well. Thinking that like she was completely different in that. Well, clearly they made an impression on you. For sure. Yeah, It might absolutely. have just been a preview, honestly. All right. So- I have hope. <laughs> I have, like, I I think she's fantastic, so... Okay. Uh, so, folks, we're going to do our box office bet now. Yeah. On the film that you, yes, you, have chosen in the chat. I was but- looking through it, and it looks like we have, last I checked, four votes for The Kitchen, and Star Drew said there was two for... Um, Dora, so the kitchen, I guess, one. All right, the kitchen. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, now Amy really lets it go. <sighs> yeah. I, you know, I, I was worrying about uh, you know racing in the rain. But, really? Uh, yeah, I was like, I really want to see this movie? No. But the kitchen? All right, I'll go check it out. Yeah. Kitchen All right. five. Okay. So, okay. kitchen, of course, we've got uh, Melissa McCarthy, Elizabeth Moss, Tiffany Haddish uh, from Lionsgate here. Mm. Yes, on so many screens, 2,700 of them to be exact. Uh, I'm already thinking, you know, boy, if I was... What number are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, let me tell you the exact number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, certainly, if I was already going low with... I mean, you were. I was. I was going low. Okay, what ifs? What ifs, dude? It's fine. Well, okay. Hmm... Okay. Okay. So let me give your number already. Yeah, in? I'm ready. Holy cow! So I'm gonna I'm go. Number comes to me. I use that number. Ooh. Ah, sensing hesitation. Are you wary? Go, I'm gonna go this way. I have a number. Uh, Bree, do you have a number? Yes. All right. Bree, kick us off. I'm gonna go with thirteen point two. Okay, that's a great number. That's fantastic. I'm going with 13. <laughs> I went with 13, too. <laughs> Guys. 
Uh, might point to, might kill me. Yeah, or it might save you. Who knows? We'll have to find out oh, next week. Oh, man. Wow. Ooh. Sure, you just gone 13.1. I should have learned from Bree. Got to go with those points. Those points are the, 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 can be the difference maker. All right, this yeah. could be an exciting box office bet next week. This is great. Have we ever had it like this? Not so tight. Boy, no? there's there's a very little room for error on this. So, uh, yeah, folks, that's going to do it for this part of the show. We'll I have a couple minutes left where we'll do a couple thoughts about Hobbs and Shaw. I'll let something out. Uh, you know, we'll be cranky about this something mm-hmm. in a moment. But, folks, thanks for joining us here so far. And as always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Give us a <laughs> subscribe to the YouTube channel. <laughs> give Hi. us a thumbs up. <laughs> or two or three or four. Had to fully commit. Yeah, had to commit. <laughs> Just... Commit. Uh, but if you're watching after we stream live... One, uh, you know, make sure you comment down below, right, Amy? Yeah, for sure. Right down there? There you go. And if you want to stay in touch with any of us, even after the show's over, Brie, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Brie, B-R-I underscore Phipps, P-H-I-P-P-S. You guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra, M-T-Z, and on Geek Bump. Follow us. We do stuff. It's cool. Awesome. <gasps> oh, my God. I forgot it. it didn't down nail that. It's fine. It's okay. I no. don't deserve to do it now. <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. Folks, that's going to do it for this non-spoiler section of Box Office Breakdown. We've got a minute and 22 seconds to get spoiler-filled. Spoiler We're going to do it. Alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Go. Oh, my gosh. There go. Go. Oh, go, go, go. We don't have time to wait. I'm so ready. So there, there's a sequence. I have one, too. Oh, you have a spoiler? Okay. Well, I can super talk hot spo- about... Yeah, no, go. super hot spoiler go. take. So we see Hobbs and Shaw. You saw, even if you've seen the trailers, you see where they're going to fight uh, Idris Elba there at the end. Yeah. And they're all in their Samoan gear because he goes to Samoa to get his family to help. Oh, they showed him in the trailer. Yes. And he's got his shirt off and he's kind of in his Samoan tribal gear and stuff. Yeah. So they do this whole fight sequence. And then it gets into the other bits of the uh, the trailer where he is on the, the tow truck and they're you know trying to lasso the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And they're driving down and they're kind of dragging all these cars around with him. Those scenes play pretty much right next to each other. But what I love is that he's he's running around without a shirt on. He's just got like a little like skirt yeah. on Samoan, little tribal uniform on. And then when all of a sudden things start going down and the helicopter's about taking off, he's like, oh, wait, all right, Shaw, you get into the uh, get into the tow truck. I'll hop behind you. He whips off this and he's got a pair of shorts underneath. But Or no, he actually has pants. He has pants. And then he's uh, he takes a shirt. He has no shirt, but then he puts a shirt on. So he took time out of this to get, like, i got to get into to pants, and I've got to put on a T-shirt. I mean, what do you expect? Like, he needs to be careful. It's not, like, die hard where he can just walk around barefoot. He's been running around fighting with things exploding, uh, people, you know, throwing stuff all around him, and he's fine. But all of a sudden, he's going to get on a tow truck, and he's going to take time to put on pants and a shirt. Tow trucks change everything. Oh, brother. You have to change. Yeah. All right, what's yeah. your hot take? Super quickly, I saw the farewell. It's definitely, like, you go in thinking, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to ball my eyes out. I did cry just a little bit. But it's more inspirational than anything, and it doesn't end the way that you think it would. I'm not going to give that away. You should definitely see it. Aquafina is fantastic. A lot of people are like, eh, it's Aquafina. Like, who cares? No. Like, she really brings it. And I think anyone can relate to it, but it would. It's, it is an indie film. And it is directed by Lulu Wang. And I think we should definitely support um, minorities. Yeah, and also... There are subtitles. Um, our theater, at the very bottom, they were cut off just a little bit. But it was not their fault. It was certain stuff. Whatever. You can still read them. No big deal. It's a lot of fun. Lots of laughing. Lots of awkward moments. But it's great. Go that watch it. Sounds like a film I will never see. You should see it. I, I think, think everyone I should see it. Seriously. Like, if I was like, mm, like you can, then I would say that. But, like, 
I think everyone should see it. Well, tell me the ending right now. And if I like, I'm it, not going to tell you the ending. Just tell me the ending. Um, so stuff goes down, <laughs> and then something else happens, okay. and Aquafina's there. Great, thanks. Cool. Thanks You're for welcome. that uh, specificity. I loved it. You're welcome. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. We'll see you back here next Sunday. Go see some movies, but not enough to make sure that Brie wins. Just see, Psst. just a little less. Bring it down closer to 13 million for that kitchen. Thank you. All right, folks, have a good one. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.